Chapter 42 Why the Sun Was Late If I could go back and give my childhood self advice, I'd tell myself that it's okay to be afraid of some fears, and even if we're scared, we have to face the things we're afraid of, because that means we're growing, and that's when the magic appears. Ever since I left the underworld, I couldn't hear in my left ear, and in all my years, I'd never been more sincere by taking action to confront and face those deepest fears. Then after that dark night, I saw a single ray of light emerge past the clouds. The wind summoned a great gust where the illumination breached the horizon as a ray of hope came around. Yet this holy breath of wind was the only one who dared to speak a sound. As I listened to the land, I retraced my footsteps back to the medicine wheel where I walked upon my future tomb. And since none of us can decide how we'll die, I found peace knowing that even though this life would expire someday, I reflected since this tomb was also Pachamama's womb. For how many humans understood this? How many remembered that all beings come from this earth? For without this divine planet, not a single one of us would have ever taken birth. When I got to the medicine wheel, I found a miracle before my eyes. Kismet had been carrying another dead rat and placed it in the wheel as if I was dreaming. Deja vu? Then I blinked before the dead rat's body began to rise. There it joined the other creatures in the forest, who all crept closer to the medicine wheel. O oh, Pachamama, blessed is this holy city. May you give us the strength so that all beings can heal. We simply cannot continue on in the same ways as we have before. The humans have poisoned this land with ignorance, greed, envy, anger, jealousy, delusions, and hatred, as this species of your children seems to crave more and more. May we surrender to you once and for all. May we stand in union with this earth, and if the old tower cannot cure the wickedness and crimes against humanity, then may we let go as the old tower falls. For this earth is our great temple, and today we are answering Pachamama's call. We are protectors of this sacred planet, on behalf of creatures large and small. For I am no one, and I own nothing. I humbly bow to this sacred dirt and serve you for the great relief of all suffering. Let the four guardians wipe away the cruelty and injustice of this land. May peace and harmony finally be restored. Take my body, mind, and spirit so that you have a vehicle to carry out our destiny. I grant you the sacred pentacle, cup, wand, and mighty sword. Give us one more chance, Pachamama. Do not let us perish, but release us of this great suffering. May all beings be at ease. May all beings find peace. And so today, we turn this holy medicine wheel as a great offering. The moment I said the word offering, a great and gentle tide crept out from the ocean to cover just an inch over the edge of the land. There the sea took the stones and erased the medicine wheel when I heard Pachamama whisper one word through the wind. Haruka.
Now the birds began to call out from the air, just as the medicine wheel dissolved back into the land. For the great medicine wheel had been waiting for someone to turn it. And as the wheel spun, so emerged the spiritual army of man. Alas, you are the apple of my eye. A voice cried out from the sky. A second ray of illumination began to shine, and this was a great sign. For the first time since humanity was ashamed to be naked, as it was written in Genesis, these two rays of light burst out over the horizon to relink the entire planet back with the powers of the divine. There an apple dropped into my hand, and so the serpents and man had come into union together again. For it was man who had become the fool of all nature. And before I took the first bite of this apple, I put my hands together in prayer and rejoiced. Amen. The gentle wave of water that washed away the medicine wheel went back to the sea, and so I too followed the water to the edge of America. And there I saw three rays of the morning star coming free. For this morning star was about to emerge over the horizon, and soon the sun would breach the far coast. Praise be to Saint Michael and all the archangels, for you are the prince of the heavenly host. After this I looked, and behold, the sun rose when a brass door was opened in heaven, and the voice I heard was like a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was with the Spirit, and there before me was the throne in heaven, with someone sitting on it, and the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby. A rainbow that shone like an emerald enriched the throne. Surrounding the throne were twenty-four other thrones, and seated on them were the twenty-four elders, and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, four lampstands were blazing, and three yet to be lit. These were the seven spirits of God, or the seven chemical operations of the alchemical process by which the world can get to the mystery of the divine medicine called Soma. And in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal, alas. In the center, around the throne, were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and back. The first living creature was a great feline, the second like a bear or ox, the third had the face of a man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle or dragon. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and were covered with eyes all around, even under their wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. When the living creatures gave glory, honor, and thanks to the one who sat on the throne and who lives forever and ever, then the twenty-four elders fell down before the Ancient One of Days and worshipped the One who lives forever and ever. They laid their crowns down before the throne and said, You are worthy, our Lord God, to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things, 
and by your will we were created and have our own being. Then in the right hand of the Ancient One of Days was a scroll with writing on both sides, locked with seven seals. An almighty angel proclaimed in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scrolls or even look inside of it. Many wept, because no one was found. Then one of the elders cried out, Do not weep. See, the lion has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and unlock the seven seals. There they were pointing, and there I saw a woman who rode upon my back. The Ancient One of Days set the scroll with the seven seals in the hands of a human when the four living creatures came near. Looking to the four creatures, this scroll was the Book of Life, and the first seal had been opened. As the words were recited, then I noticed how the second seal was opened, then the third, and now the fourth. Looking to the horizon, the morning star was almost fully above the ocean. How long has it been dark? How long has the beast exercised its authority? Forty-two months, said St. Michael. And who is that beast? There I looked into the mirror of my heart, and I saw my reflection with a number, and that number was 666. The beast obeys Hermes Trismegistus, said St. Michael. And after these things, I saw the four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, and I understood that the winds should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree, unless the angels commanded to be. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and it cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom had the ability to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. For that seal was the enlightened Bodhi, which was that seed of awakening that came as the reunion of the heart-mind connection. And so all the distant twelve tribes came together, twelve thousand of each were united as one. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before God's throne. Every one of us fell down to prostrate our bodies flat before God's throne, and we said, Amen, praise, glory, wisdom, thanks, honor, power, and strength be to the Ancient of Days forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked, These people who have come, who are they and where did they come from? Sir, you know, I told him. Then another elder said, They have come out of the great tribulation. They are before the throne of God and serve the Ancient One of Days every night and day in God's temple. And the one who sits on the throne will shelter them with presence. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will be gentle on them and will not scorch them with heat. Let us be their shepherd, for we will lead them to the springs of the spiritual water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. 
Then a person from the crowd cried out, Please, you must explain what happened and why the spiritual son was late. I reached into the medicine bag, and so the book was given to be shared. There I read. It started from a lazy afternoon. In the jungle, an old weak tree waited for just one small breeze to make it fall. But the air was calm, and there was no breeze. Then along came a buzzing fly. He stopped to rest on a leaf of the old tree, and that one touch was enough. The tired tree gave a sigh, and then toppled over with a crash. Who would have guessed that I, by myself alone, would be strong enough to knock down a tree? Said the amazed fly, and puffed up with pride, the fly flew away to see what else he could do. Soon the fly saw two boys climbing another tree to gather nuts. Here's where I have some fun, thought the fly. Won't those boys be surprised when I push them right off the tree? The fly buzzed from one boy to the other, trying to make them fall. But the mighty strength that had knocked down the tree seemed to be gone, and all the fly could do was tickle them on the nose. Go away, said one of the boys. The boy swung wildly at the fly with his hand, but instead of hitting the fly, he hit a branch, and that blow really started something. It so happened that three squirrels had been sitting on the very same branch. Down fell three squirrels, and they landed right on top of four snakes who were sleeping in the grass. The four startled snakes jumped up. They slithered off in the grass without stopping to look as they blundered into a herd of five elephants. The five elephants trumpeted with fear. They rushed madly across the field. They bumped headfirst into a hill. The trees on the hill swayed and trembled, and out of the tree fell a nest with six eggs. Then the poor mother bird began to cry. Oh, my darling babies, their shells are cracked. Now my heart is broken too. Never, never, never shall I sing again. All that afternoon and all that night, the mother bird was silent. At last it was time for dawn, but the bird did not sing her usual wake-up song. Now everyone knows it's the song of the morning bird that wakes up the sun. Without that song, the sun slept on and on, and the day was as dark as night. The animals looked longingly for the sun. Hopefully, they waited and waited, but not one ray of light did they see. At last, they cried out to the Great Spirit, and the Great Spirit heard them. Then the Great Spirit called all the animals together. Tell me, O bird, why did you not sing and wake up the sun? said the Great Spirit. How can I ever sing again? My heart is broken. My six lovely eggs were cracked by those five elephants, said the unhappy bird. Pardon, great spirit? We did not mean to do it. All five of us were frightened by those four snakes, said the five elephants. It was not our fault. We were sleeping peacefully. Suddenly, those three squirrels landed right on top of us, said the four snakes. But we couldn't help it. The three of us tumbled out of a tree by those two boys, said the squirrels. That was purely an accident. 
the two of us were buzzed at by one pesky fly. The fly tried to make us fall, said the boys. Let me see if I have this right. These six eggs were broken by five elephants, who were frightened by four snakes, who were startled by three squirrels, who were tumbled down by two boys, who were buzzed at by one fly. So it seems to have begun with you, O oh fly. Now tell me, why did you buzz at the two boys, said the great spirit. The fly did not know what to say. How could he admit in front of everyone that he thought he had knocked down a tree all by himself alone? And so all the fly said was buzz, buzz, buzz. Come, come, you can speak as plainly as the others. Tell me why you have buzzed at the boys. Buzz, 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 said the fly. I shall give you just one more chance to explain, said the great spirit. Buzz, 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 said the fly, and not one other word would he say. So be it. You would not speak when I asked you to, so you shall never speak again. From now on, you shall say nothing but buzz, 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 said the great spirit. Then the great spirit smiled kindly at the mother bird and said, When you return to your nest, you will find your six eggs whole again. Now, my child, sing and wake up the sun. Oh, thank you, said the mother bird. She sang a beautiful wake-up call when a rosy color appeared in the sky and the sun got up at last. The mother bird returned to the hill. There she found her six eggs safely back in the nest. She happily cuddled them again. Then the five elephants were content and returned to their own places in the field. The four snakes went back to sleep in the grass. The tree squirrels chattered away on their very own branch. The two boys went back to gathering nuts in the tree, and the fly returned to buzz in the forest. Only this time, the fly was careful to choose a strong, young tree upon which to rest. Since that day, the mother bird has faithfully called the sun every morning. That is why the sun will never be late again. And from this day, the silly fly has never spoken another word. All he can say is buzz, buzz, buzz. And at last, everyone who heard the story looked to the horizon when Savitar, the great morning star, emerged fully over the earth as the darkness had passed at last. The dawn had come, and since 2020, 42 dark months had finally passed. Then the twenty-four elders came beside the great tree where the medicine wheel had turned. These were the twenty-four who were worthy to look after the earthly land. All of them were wearing golden crowns. These were the victor's crowns, which had been worn by those who successfully completed and won victory. Blessed is the woman and man who remain steadfast under trials. For when he and she did not give up under the stress of the great test, as he and she has received the crown of life, for they have kept the faith and fought the good fight to protect all that is wholesome and right. Then the four guardians came to look upon the seven seals and the three remaining scrolls, when one of the elders cried out, Look, they are opposite of the morning star, a massive army looms. Who are they? asked one of the twenty-four elders. 
the army of ignorance, said one of the heavenly kings. And so we came together in wonder at the edge of America and looked out. There we saw the army of ignorance encroach like a bacteria or cancer, as there were even more hostile people than ever before. Immeasurable in their ignorance, they outnumbered the spiritual army that had gathered. How can we overcome such wickedness? How can we face the army poisoned by anger, greed, and ignorance? asked the elder. With clairvoyance, in all natural things, there is a certain truth which one cannot see with one's outer eyes, but only with the proper spiritual lens. This is an experience of the philosophers, the alchemists, and the angels, and they are experienced that there is a virtus or excellence which can produce miracles. Therefore, one should not be astonished that the people who have great faith can perform miracles and that they can even submit the ignorant to the excellence of these miracles," said one of the heavenly kings. But how? As I look out upon our spiritual army, there are only 144,000 of us, but there are hundreds of millions of them. Forgive my questions, but we cannot wait and hope for a miracle as they come to slaughter us," said the elder. Their body is a prison through which the virtus, which is the magical efficiency of our soul, is often blocked. And if it is blocked, then the enlightened spirit cannot manifest. The spirit in things is something parallel to the religious faith of a human being. If the spiritual soul, which is the center of miracles, remains blocked and obstructed, then the human will find themselves lost in the army of ignorance. But of those who have found Savitar, which is the morning star's dawn, then they realize that the awakened spirit is within. We will face them. We will not hide our light. We are heading in to death's final fight, said the heavenly angel. But how? There are too many of them in the army of darkness, and they have guns, weapons, money, and bombs. What good is our spiritual light when all we have is this morning star, the scriptures, and the psalms?" asked the elder. We have this scroll, and the man who rides upon the white horse, said the heavenly king. Who? asked the elder. The destroyer of death, said the heavenly king. Of course, of course, and there in the distance a white steed came galloping, and so I named it Crazy Horse. This was an unknowable force of power, and so death was our name. Only a spiritual rider could make this crazy horse tame, and so I sat upon its saddle when the wind took hold of our reins. Forward! From this day on, the morning star will reign, and when the seventh seal is opened, there will be a new earth, and wonder will be its name. The collective community will live in astonishment and awe of nature. We will forgive the tragedies of the past, and after this last fight, only peace on earth will last. I want to believe you, and I want to have faith, but the army of darkness is too vast, and its wickedness is too great. What if we fail? After all, evil will do anything in its power to desecrate, said the elder. The four heavenly kings stayed silent, and so the 144,000 men and women of the spiritual army 
looked to the Ancient of Days, who seemed to be smiling. That Ancient One of Days sat upon the throne, pointing to the morning star that was rising. There in the ocean, I saw the only force that could defeat such an army of ignorance, a dragon with ten heads, ten horns, and ten queens came to stand with the white horse. These were the ten Mahavidyas, who were undefeated in every war. And so the queen, who borrowed the medicine man's wand, spoke. The morning star will be victorious, she said.